Now looking over the list Pat had written, their mam said, Falling backwards seems to be the only thing in common. I have an idea. How about we make her fall backwards, said Pat. They both looked at her in disbelief. No, wait till I tell you my idea, said Pat. They both sat and listened. Kay spoke. Are you saying we are to let her fall from the top of a sand dune? Yeah, but safe-like, she's only a handful. I'll let her go, and you two hold a blanket to catch her, or not. It was the closest thing they were going to get to a plan. It was Sunday after Mass now. Mrs Broderick asked, Are we really doing this? As they packed up the picnic. It was a sunny Sunday afternoon. Ma'am, there's no way we won't catch her. Hopefully there will be nothing to catch, said Kay. Mary, full of excitement, with a borrowed bucket and spade, was skipping ahead of the three ladies, now arriving at the bus stop. An hour passed, no sign of a bus. Another fifteen minutes. At last they saw a bus in the distance. They were now on Dollymount Strand eating a picnic. They made sandcastles and Kay went in for a swim with Mary. The others dipped their toes in the water. They were putting off the falling game as long as possible. What if it works? Mary will be gone, thought Kay, taking Mary, who was now a sandy mess up onto her lap, kissing the top of Mary's head. Taking a deep breath, Kay said, Do you remember the falling game we used to play, Pat? Pat nodded yes, looking straight into Kay's eyes, not sure she wanted to do it now. Who wants to play? shouted Kay. Two other children from further up the beach ran over, excited, asking if they could play. Pat and Kay just stared at them. Of course you can play, said Mrs Broderick. Before long, they had gathered six other children. Pat and Kay spent an hour running all around the beach, chasing the children. Exhausted now, they plonked down on the sand laughing, saying together, this is never going to work. Back on the bus, they felt a happy sense of relief, even though they were no nearer to sorting out the problem. They would all sleep soundly tonight. <clears throat> the next day, a letter arrived for Kay with a Dublin postmark on it. Kay walked over to their big window with its many panes of glass to read. Opening it slowly, she began to read it. Her life as she knew it would end in three days. Oh God, what about Mary? She turned around to talk to Mary. There was no one in the room. She walked over and sat down at the table picking up Mary's last drawing for the moment, saying out loud, I will treasure this for the rest of my life. That evening there were tears of sadness at the tea table. 
At least I got to know, hold and hug her, said Mrs. Broderick. The others just sat staring at their mother, not wanting to believe this could be true. Isn't it so wonderful to know that there is so much more to life than just this? Their mother said as she got up from the table to get ready for bed. I got a letter this morning saying I'm back on duty in three days. I have my tra travel warrants. I have to travel the day after tomorrow. A look of sadness passed over Pat's face. I'm going to miss you so much, said Pat. They held hands across the table. I'm not going to be working in London anymore, before you ask. I don't know, said Kay. Pat gave her a weak smile. If you did, you couldn't say. On a brighter note, we know you make it back, said Pat. This last couple of weeks have been wonderful time to get to know you as a sister at last, said Kay. Rachel will be home in two weeks. What a load we will have to tell her, said Pat, brightly getting up from the table to head into bed. Kay sat at the, front, at the table for hours, her mind racing. Mary, are you well now? Is that why you left? I can't wait to meet you again. Thank you, God, for letting me help.